Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth weekly podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to cultivate a passion for Jesus and his purposes on the earth. To connect with us in community, partner with us through giving, or visit on a Sunday morning, please visit AntiochFortWorth.com. We hope you enjoyed this week's sermon from lead pastor Jamie Miller. Well, um, it's so good to now see that little movie produced, you know, there's varying lengths of those things that you do. And um, it was a joy being together with Micah and Todd and Lindy, a few others, Dean Zoo producing it and just doing a great job with that. I was joking last week about uh, that those things don't just happen. You know, it looks like one take, but it was somewhere like we were there for a while. But uh, I'm just thankful for what God's doing and how he has already blessed us up to this point in this process of the Nathan initiative. And so, uh, um, yeah, I just want to just on that word again, given to God, given for others, it really is an invitation for us to understand the heart of God. That's why I, I just love that. It's the heart of God. It's the character of God. It's the image of God. It's it's kind of like the way we're meant to be is givenness should mark us as a people, that we are sent by God, we are given for others, not just ourselves and our own selfish desires, but we are given. It's how God is and it's how we're called to live. It's a participation in a sharing in his life, the way he really is. We want to share in his life the way he really is. And, you know, if you just think about history, not just Christian history, but history in general, and you think about stories of self-giving love. Those are like what the great stories are about, self-giving love. When I was meditating on this, I was thinking about like guys, these old veterans from World War II, and they have the little hats, and they go and they meet in places, and they're with each other, and they have a beer or whatever, and they're they're just, they're celebrating friendship. And it's not that they, they, I don't, it might be about patriotism, but I think it's about more, even more than that, it's about a shared life. Like they were giving their lives for each other and it drew them together in love. Like that lasts like 50 years, you know, and God gives us lots of those kinds of opportunities. I mean, the famous people, Mother Teresa, you know, gave her life for the poor of Calcutta, right? Uh, Hudson Taylor gave his life for the people of China. Martin Luther King Jr. gave his life for making things right with racial issues and justice in the United States of America, and really it impacted the whole world. Um, there's all these guys, too, that are famous for their financial giving. There's a guy named R.G. Letourneau. Anybody ever heard of Letourneau? There's a university out in East Texas named after him, but he invented like the the land moving equipment that picked up dirt. Um, if Lindy was here, I would mention a backhoe. Um, it's an inside joke. Um, we had a backhoe here last week. It was really cool. We did it for Lindy. And uh, love you, Lindy. I know you're watching somewhere. And uh, But he invented all this earth moving equipment. And at one point, his machines were 80% of the earth moving equipment on the planet, over 300 patents. Anyway, he made a lot of money. This was back at the beginning of the century, last century. He made it a lot of money and he was a 90-10 guy. He lived on 10% of his income and gave away 90% of it. You know, just like 
that's just that's another realm of of giving. There was another famous guy named Stanley Tam who inv- who started the U.S. Plastic Corporation back in the early 1900s, and he did the same thing. And he literally signed over ownership of legally of the U.S. Plastic Corporation to God. And he had you know like his whole life was lived as God's businessman. You know what a he was just living for God. You know, and everybody knew it. You know, this radical generosity. John Wesley, same way. He ended up with just a few coins in his pocket, you know, at the end of his life. Radical generosity. One of our heroes around our house for 30 years now is a guy named George Mueller of Bristol. And he was an orphan home guy, but he lived by faith and just, he kept the money flowing. It's interesting. He didn't have any money. But people gave him things to support the orphans, and he would then support all these missionaries. But yet, he didn't have income of his own, but he lived by faith and supported them. Hudson Taylor was supported at one point primarily by George Mueller, who didn't have anything, but lived by faith, and the the money kept flowing. You know, we want to be that kind of people, and not just kind of these stories, but in our personal lives. You know, I know we have a lot of health people, first responders that are part of Antioch, Fort Worth, and I, I love that. That's being self-sacrificing in our lives with our vocations. There's a lot of times that I, most every day, I can't say every single day, but most every day, I pray over Kim before she goes. She's working with patients all day long, you know, not directly with COVID, but just with an older population that uh that often doesn't <laughs> that often doesn't want to wear their mask face to face with her at two feet away while she's working on their ears. No, you have to wear your mask. No, no, you still have to wear your mask. Um, but I'm praying over her for you know, and but it's self-sacrificing love and giving our lives. It goes, it's in our families with our kids, it's mom with the son, it's dad with the son, it's it's husbands and, and wives for each other. It's laying down our lives in that way. All kinds of situations in our lives where there is sacrifice happening, and we pour out our lives, and what happens in the process of that is we are drawn together in love and in community. As we lay our lives down, like when we, uh, when there is a life given, it actually produces life. When we lay our lives down, it produces life around us. And so that's the way God is. The father giving the son, the son giving his life, uh, the, the spirit making that known to us that, that, that constant self giving, pouring out, self sacrificing, agape, cross shaped love. And that's what God invites us into. God is of one being, homoousius to patri, Jesus and the Father in the fullness of the Spirit, distinct persons, but this one self-sacrificing, giving identity and being. That's who God is. And so here's the main thing today. God loved and gave his life so that we could share in his life and share that life with others. So turn back to our key passage for the the series, just a springboard. We're looking at different passages, but this is a springboard for us, John 3.16. And my prayer for you is that this wouldn't just be some verse you see on a sign at a football game, but that it would change your life, that we would see more of the heart and character of God as we read this. Like, this is the way God is, that he so loved that he gave. He's He's in his, in the fullness of the eternity, the Trinitarian God who is love from all eternity, he is self-giving in his nature. For God so loved the world 
John 3.16, that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. There it is, life given that we might have life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Not to condemn, but to save. And that word there, save, is the word, the Greek word sozo, and it means salvation, that we'd be saved through Him, but that we would also be healed through Him. That's what Jesus is coming to do, is to bring healing and salvation and life to the world. And man, we need this word in the middle of COVID and in the middle of the pandemic that just this just keeps being the color wheel spinning forever. I, I, I can't remember if I said this on a Sunday or not, but I, I was writing in my journal a couple of weeks ago and I wrote down a 10, you know, like 10, one or whatever the day was. And I wrote down 10 and I just kind of pushed back from the desk and I'm like finally using two digits for the months. And I, it was funny to me. I don't know. It just, it's going on forever, you know, 2020. And uh, where's that? So, so, so Jesus reveals to us what God's really like. We say that over and over. There's not, there's no unchrist likeness in God. Like the Father's not like somehow different than Jesus of the same being. That phrase I used, uh, from the, from the Nicene Creed, homoousios topatri, of the same being as the Father of the very same being. So there's not two minds in God. And that really helps clear up a lot of stuff. It'll help uh, uh, clarify and, and get us on the right track about how God really feels about us. For God so loved the world. It wasn't the Son just loving the world. For the Father loves the Son just like, just, just, He loves us just like the Son does. And the Spirit does as well. So this is what God's really like, is like the cross. And this giving journey is the way God is. Incarnation, well, go back to eternity, a plan to adopt us from all eternity. And he ultimately comes after the fall, through all this, tell the story, but Jesus comes in the incarnation. And then he lives this life of absolute dependence on his Father. And then he ultimately goes to the cross for us, for all of humanity. He is taking in himself all of humanity to the cross that we all really can now say, for we know that our old self was crucified with Christ on the cross. We went into that grave, but we are also raised with him by the power of God. Just, and he walked around on the earth for 40 days and then ascended to the right hand of the Father. And this is such radically good news for us. Life then is what is promised as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us. You put your faith in Him. He, it's, it's, it's like, yes, Lord, you have done it. It's you that's done it, not us. And we are justified by faith, but we're not justified by faith disconnected from justification by grace. It's the grace of God. Don't put your faith in your faith. Put your faith in the grace of the living God who's done it all. Ah, I'm, it's not in the notes here. Just, just excited about that. And today, you guys, is the day of salvation for the world. We put our faith and our hope and our trust in Him. And life is what is promised over and over and over again. The, the woman at the well. So I'm just going to walk through a few of these chapters just in my mind. Just in, The woman at the well, he says, I will give you water. If, you, if you'll ask me for a drink, I'll give you living water that will well up in you to eternal life. And that's the promise there. In John chapter 6, he's talking to a bunch of people and he says, Moses gave you bread in the desert, 
but I'm the bread that's come down from heaven. I'm the bread of life that leads to eternal life. In John chapter 7, Jesus stands up at the festival of the tabernacle, of, of tabernacles, which involved a ceremonial pouring out of water. I was reading this in, in uh, Zechariah 14 over the week. Zechariah 14 talks about the coming day of the Lord and the Lord's going to come and give living water. You know, and so Jesus stands up and in a loud voice, he shouts, he said, come to me and you will have rivers of living water that will flow from within you. It's the Lord coming back and saying he's going to give us living water that results in eternal life. John chapter eight, Jesus said, I'm the light of life that leads to eternal life. John nine, he heals a blind guy. John 10, it's the good shepherd, the good shepherd. And he says, I lay down my life for the sheep. And then I take it up again. This is what I was commanded to do by my father. And this life can be yours. A life in real life, abundant life. That's the life that's promised to us. John 11, he goes and he heals Lazarus, raises him from the dead and says, I am the resurrection and I'm the life. John 12, he says, when I'm lifted up, I'm like this kernel of wheat that's gone into the ground and, but, but I'm going to, I'm going to die, but then I'm going to be raised up. And I'm, when I'm lifted up, I will draw all men to myself and give them life. John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 15, I'm going to lay down my life for you because you're my friends. This is what I do, but it's so that you can have real life. John 17, he says, Father, the authority you've given me, I've used so that they can have life. And this is life, knowing you and knowing your son, Jesus Christ. It's like he wants to give us life. He lays down his life so that we can have life. Sorry, just, just, I feel like, man, if we could just, if we could just see that this is, he's laying down his life so that we can have life. And now he's inviting us into that life. If you don't know him, put your faith and hope in him because he did all of this for you. Today can be the day of salvation right now. And, and then in this life, we begin to realize that we're called to follow Jesus as our Lord. He is the Lord. It's a come follow me. Lay down your life and follow me. Take up your own cross and come after the way of me, which is self-sacrificing love, self-giving, self-agape love. It's other-centered love. That's the way. So the first point there is that Jesus laid down his life for us. The second point then is that we lay down our lives for others. Sacrifice is measured in so many different ways. So many different ways. It's serving. What does uh, sacrifice look like? Serving, giving our lives for others, spending time with people, eating meals with people. Just, just not everything being about us. Um, you know, and so it's all of that. It's laying down our lives. And it's sharing, I, you know, I think right now during the pandemic, I keep hearing stories within life groups of people helping and serving, uh, different, uh, different people who've gotten COVID or just different ways people are serving each other. I, just this past week, I saw a food chain that was going to be 24 days long because of just somebody had been affected. And so there was a quarantine period and the wife and the kids, but 24 days of food. But the church just rising up and just doing that. I mean, there's, there's just, 
the ways that we're certain, financially helping each other all through this kind of time. But giving, I want to say, though, specifically about giving and, and generosity. Giving and generosity is part of how we lay our lives down for other people. It is, it is a part of the process. Jesus, it's not, it's not like it might be. It is absolutely, your heart's going to follow where your resources go. It just, that is a fact. And so when we are sacrificial with our resources, our heart goes there. You can't not make it do that. And it's not an optional thing. You are sacrificial with resources and your heart goes there. You know, and I, I know just even in our own journey, uh, it's critical for discipleship. I remember we were trying to follow the Lord and um, Todd and Jackie were actually modeling generosity for us. And Jackie's dad was like this radical giver guy and he taught it to them. And, you know, Todd got brought in on, I don't know if it was already, he already owned it or not, but, but through that process, we started learning about how generosity was leading us to greater levels of discipleship. It was, it was, it was connected to giving and just being uh, faithful in that in that area of life. And I just want to encourage you. That's why our goal, our number one goal is 100% engagement because we understand. I mean, it's made this whole and the Nathan initiative in the middle of the pandemic has been like I mean, I, I you know, like Lord, I wish I could just say, yeah, I just always trusted and I never had a doubt and it was everything was <laughs> That's not the way the pandemic's been. It's been every Monday we come in and go, okay, we've got 92 decisions to make about this and this, and okay, we've got to revisit that and that, and what about the finances, and you know, just all that stuff, and we're praying, but praise God, this is where we're at, at you know, in this whole process, and so we're going to keep walking in faith. I, think, I, I really believe we're in the middle of a test. This is how testimonies happen, by the way. You, you don't go through everything's fun, everything was great, and then it continued to be great, and then it was great in the end. Woo, man, that's inspiring. You know, it's like, no, it was like, okay, or it was great or whatever. And then I went through a really hard time. I almost died or whatever. And then I, I met the Lord. I mean, that's how testimonies happen, you know, and we're in the middle of one of those times. And I, you know, it's just praise the Lord. You know, here we are and we are just about to start construction over here on this on this building and I, I think it has testimony written all over it and i'm thankful for all of the team that's come around whether from video stuff to to man we got some great guys that we're working with for construction and so thankful for John Vidari so um so jesus laid down his life for us we lay down our lives for others giving and generosity is a part of that and, you know, then the result is sharing God's life. What happens as we do that is we actually get to share life together. And that's a good thing. That's a, a powerful thing. Our vision, you guys, as a church has always been to share and multiply the life of Christ in the church through new disciples, new congregation, uh, new disciples. I can say our own vision, I promise. Through new disciples, new life groups, and new congregations to the, to the glory of God and the joy of all peoples. And it's that sharing. That's what we wanted to do is just to be the church and to share life together. And there's just something beautiful in that. I, we had some visitors last week at our groundbreaking service outside there in the parking lot. And somebody pulled me aside and just said, man, I, this is my first time here. 
And I just want to say, I, I love this. I love that there's life here. And that's really kind of been our goal from the start was just go for things that are life and don't go for things that aren't. Like, not real tricky, you know? You know, just let's go for the life of Jesus. Let's share the life of Jesus together. And let's keep going forward. And I can say for us, after almost 28 years now, I mean, you know, if things are moving forward, somebody really is laying down their life somewhere. Just that's a principle of the kingdom of God. If you see things moving forward, somebody somewhere is offering themselves. Somebody's laying down their life. Somebody's going under so that others can move forward. And, you know, there's been some hard things that we've gone through. I'm pointing over at Kim on the camera. And there's been some hard things we've gone through, but I wouldn't at this point now looking back retrospectively say that we made a sacrifice that wasn't worth it. You know, it's worth it. You know, like the the Rita Springer song, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. And we'll see in that day that what we're doing now, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it for us. The sacrifices we don't regret. You know, we're not, nobody's going to get, you know, you lay your life down for Jesus and you're not going to be getting 70 years old going, man, I wish I hadn't laid my life down like that for Jesus. You're not going to regret it. Right? Amen. So y'all stand up and Jonathan, come on up and let's just respond to the Lord a little bit here. So those three things, God loved and gave his life so we could share his life and share it with others. He laid down his life for us. We lay down our lives for others. And in the process of that, we share God's life together. So let's pray. Yeah, Father, I pray that you just meet us today. The there's just anyone who's seeing just even as the purpose of Jesus is being shared that we would know life and I just I speak it over us right now from 1 John 5 and this is the testimony God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son he who has the son has life and he who does not have the son does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know, so that you may know deeply and in your life and in experience that you have eternal life. The life that not only lasts forever, but is the quality of life that is God's own shared life. So Lord, wake us up to what you've done, to who you are, to what you're doing, to what you will do. Wake us up, Lord. (laughs) Release that faith right now for all who believe, for all who are on the fence, wavering, waffling in any way. I write these things to you who believe so that you may know that you have eternal life. We put our faith in you, Lord Jesus, Son of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I just pray right now for not only those who need that life, but those who are wanting to step forward in a participation and in a sharing in that life. That there would be grace moving forward to as Jesus has laid His life down for us and as He invites us to join Him to lay our lives down, to to not consider so much just our, our selfish needs or wants 
but to orient life to following Him. Just give grace all around the room, all on the online presence right now, whoever's watching, wherever you're watching. He's calling us to follow Him, to lay down our lives, to go the way of the cross, and in that process to find life that's truly life. Receiving the life of Jesus, sharing the life of Jesus with others. When we get empty, when we feel worn out, receiving His love again, receiving His life again. And I just want to speak this over us as we're just kind of here together. There's no way of understanding. It's just, it's beyond, it's, 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 it, it blows our minds. It's more than we can comprehend how very close to us He is right now. He's not far away. His Spirit is with us. His life with us. We are connected to Him. We share and partake in His life. And He has now given us the great joy of not only love given that we might give, but life given to us that we might give it as well. And be a Nathan people that are given to God, but also given to others for our very lives and all that He's given to us. We love You, Lord. And we thank You for this grace that's ours today. That we're made right by the grace of God that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We love You. We proclaim it. Jesus, You're the King. Even as Brian said it earlier in the announcements, it, was just a, it just resonated in my heart. Jesus, You are the King above all other allegiances, above everything else in life right now. The world's freaking out in different ways about different things, but You are the Lord. You are the King, and we bow our knee to You. We love You, Lord. And we're so thankful for Your life in us, and we want to share it with the world around us, and we do want to be given to you and for others in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. May the Lord bless you as you go. May his face shine on you. May you be Jesus loving people. May you shine with his life, be filled with his power in the spirit and go in peace and share the kingdom everywhere you go. In Jesus name. Amen. Love y'all.